Welcome to Becoming the Greatest, The Struggles of an Entrepreneur, Episode 1. Welcome to Becoming the Greatest, The Struggles of an Entrepreneur. Here to help you get over the entrepreneurial hump. Now, here's your host, Brandon James. Welcome to my new podcast. I'm Brendan James. This is Becoming the Greatest, The Struggles of an Entrepreneur. Uh, I just want to welcome every single one of you to this brand new podcast. Uh, if you're listening right now, you do not know how much I appreciate it. Uh, maybe in the future, more people will be listening to this. So I know this is going to be a small audience right now, but I'm completely fine with that. So let me tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, you're probably wondering from the accent where I'm from. I'm from England originally, uh, and I live in the States. I live in Denver. Uh, I decided to do this podcast because I'm just a huge fan of business and entrepreneurship and helping people, and I'm a huge podcast fan. Uh, And, you know, anything revolving around the subjects of business, entrepreneurship, making money, I love it. I will listen to everything. You know, I listen to the Cardone Zone, Freedom Fast Lane. Uh, I love the Entrepreneur on Fire uh, with JLD. And that's just to name a few. You know, there's plenty more out there. And, you know, I decided to do this because I don't mean to say this in the wrong way, but sometimes I'm disappointed in what what they have to say. Uh, don't get me wrong, it's not that I don't respect them, I respect them massively, and I understand what they're doing, but for me personally, I've realised that after 15 years of starting businesses, you know, starting, failing, starting, failing, it's just, it's a jungle out there, let's just be honest, it is a jungle, and I just want to create something that people can come listen to and we can talk uh, and create a community of people that can talk about their issues with entrepreneurship. Uh, Because as I say, I've struggled, I've done everything uh, and, you know, I've had some success, I've had some failure, I've just been right in the middle of the road. I've never had anything long-lasting, you know, I've had stuff that's more of like a fad and then it's died off and I've not been able to get anything else going, uh, you know, but we'll talk about all that later. Now, one of the things that I want to bring up first is the amount of people that are in my position. You know, again, the reason I started this is because I realized I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one that's, you know, struggled through the years. I'm sure there's hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people have tried to start a business and and, you know, failed, and failed numerous on numerous times, and that's absolutely fine, you know, there may be one in a thousand that gets it right on the first time, you know, maybe even less, uh, and I just want this podcast to be, to be for the over 999 people, uh, so the whole point of this podcast, as I mentioned, is just to help you get out of the, ro- out of the funk and over the hump using the things I've learned over the years. And hopefully some of the listeners who've been in similar situa- situations can help each other, you know, help each other out. As I say, I'm trying to create a community here uh, and I want entrepreneurs to be able to come forward that are afraid to speak about the failures, you know, about the issues without being embarrassed. Because trust me, as I say, there's a thousand struggling people 
you know, every day compared to the one person who appears to have made it. And, uh, you know, and the reason I say that and I say appears to have made it is because there's a lot of, let's say, jokers out there. There's people that give off this front like they've made it and they're extremely wealthy and successful, but I can guarantee you that they are living off credit cards and they're living a false life because... You know, I've been there before as well. Uh, you sometimes want to portray an image of success and wealth. Uh, and then, really, it's all a fugazi. A fugazi. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I, I want to touch on all this stuff over the coming podcast. There's, there's a ton of things I want to talk about. Uh, again, I just want to say I apologize if you can't understand my accent. Hopefully, there's some sort of... Uh, Subtitle service on iTunes. I don't know if there is, hopefully. <laughs> uh, and I just want to give you a heads up. You know, I'm a pretty calm guy most of the time, but every now and again, I might drop in a swear word. <laughs> so if there's any kids listening out there or, you know, anybody under the age of 18, I'm sorry. There's going to be some coarse language in this. Uh, now, let's move on to the good stuff. Now, people that know me personally, knows that one of my goals is to become a multi-millionaire. Now, I was listening to Grant Cardone's podcast a few days ago, and he was talking about how many dollars are in the world. Does anybody actually know? Now, it's actually $175 trillion. Now, let's just put that into a biggest perspective, okay? There's $175 trillion in the world, Okay. And I just want a billion. Okay? That's it. A billion out of 175 trillion. Now, some people may think right now this guy is an idiot. And you know what? I don't care. Uh, I just am on the opinion that you just need to think big. And I'm, I'm 30 now. And my goal is to be in the position to retire when I'm 35. Now, I just want to be very clear that I'm nowhere near that right now. I'm absolutely nowhere near that. And I'm, you know, creating this community for other people as well as myself. Because, you know, I've mentioned a few times already that, yeah, I've struggled. And, you know, I've never really had a business partner. And I'm trying to do everything myself. And there's obviously advantage and disadvantage to having a business partner. And I just want to, you know, I sort of want to do it on my own. Uh, In the sense that I want to be a solo entrepreneur. I want everything to come from my own, you know, come from myself and say that I did it alone. And it's just one of those things that I've just wanted to do for a long time. Now, the point I'm getting to is that not having a business partner or someone to talk to about business is sometimes, you know, you sometimes get down because you just don't know if you're just doing the right thing sometimes. And what I mean by that is you start, you know, if you're anything like me, and I'm sure there's a ton of people out there that are, is you start second-guessing yourself. When you start second-guessing yourself, that's when you start failing. Now, you need to just have a goal and go towards it. Now, 
you'll probably hear me say this over the coming weeks and months and time and whatever else, is that taking a step forward is better than taking no steps at all. Now, I think that's very self-explanatory in the sense that if we don't do anything, if we just sit and think about what we're going to have coming up or what we want to do, then it's just never going to happen. Procrastination is the killer of dreams. And if we think of a good idea and we don't take action towards it, it's just a lost idea. You know, and I I just can't emphasize that enough. If any people listening out there now have had an idea, and they've got an idea in the head right now, and they know they can make it happen, or at least they can try to make it happen, just take one step towards it today. Send an email to somebody, do some research, do something, and it's just better than nothing. Now, uh, moving on... uh, you know, over the coming months and stuff, I'm not going to do it right now because there's not much to show. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be re- releasing uh, income reports. Uh, and part of the reason I'd wanted to do that is because there's a few other podcasters out there that actually do that right now. And I find it interesting. You know, I like to see where the revenues are coming from and I just like the openness and the honesty of it. Uh, so I'm going to start doing that and I'm going to start showing you my journey to retirement at 35 and just show you guys that it can be done, you know, and that with a little bit of different thinking that we can make this happen. I'm going to give you a bit of my background, okay? Now, I've already mentioned I'm from England uh, and I had a pretty normal upbringing, uh, you know, I had a, a good upbringing, I attended regular schools, I, I wasn't always big on sports when I was a, a younger kid. Uh, and then it wasn't until I hit my teenage years that I fell in love with playing rugby. It was at a very, very high level. You know, I, I had the chance to go pro if I stuck with it. Uh, one of the things that was weird when I was younger and I was playing rugby and I had all the opportunities is that one of the things that came into my mind is that, yeah, I could play, I could potentially go on and play professional, but they don't. I don't know if anybody knows much about rugby. You know, it's obviously way bigger in Europe than it is in the States. But they don't make that much money, you know. They're making probably about $250,000 a year. And sometimes that's on the high end. You know, there's a couple of big stars who, you know, make more than that. But on average, I'd say it's about $250,000 a year. Uh, Roughly, you know, £180,000 Okay, English pounds. Now, I remember when I was younger and I started thinking about this and I even looked up how much rugby players earned. Professional rugby players, should I say. And I realized that in the bigger picture, it's not much money. Now, what I mean by that is I could play rugby professionally from when I was 18 and then retire at 30. Okay, so that's a 12-year career. And I'm making, you know, probably at that time, we're starting pretty low and then maybe making my way up. Barring I don't get injured or anything like that, you know, I could have been making, you know, $250,000 a year. Let's just throw that number out there. Now, obviously, when you think about that and you think, well, I could go and play rugby and I could 
potentially become pro and I could try and make, you know, so much money. But then if I get injured, my career's over. You know, I could get injured at 25 and then what we're going to do? And I remember thinking about this quite vividly. And when I look back now, you know, I was probably only 15, 16 at the time. When I look back now, it was quite responsible of me in a sense. Although, don't get me wrong, it would have been a great honor to play rugby. But there was sort of other things that were interesting me, and I realized I can make more money doing other things. And one of the things that I started doing, you know, I'll talk about this more, is that, you know, I opened my first business when I was like 15, 16, and I sold stuff on eBay. You know, and this is how a lot of entrepreneurs get started. Uh, I was buying stuff from wholesalers and selling it. Uh, making a bit of money, it's just very low margins when you buy from wholesalers. You know, I bought a few things, perfumes and uh, video games and stuff like that, set up a company, and I made some money, and it, but just not very much, it just wasn't enough. You know, for a video game, for example, like, I was trying to compete against people that were obviously buying in bulk, which got bigger discounts, which then you then make less than $5 on every copy of a game you sold same with perfume okay you could buy a wholesale perfume pretty easily you know you just set up a company you just set up a, a wholesale account uh, and I figured all this out when I was pretty you know pretty young uh, and you can make a bit of money okay and then I realized that, you know that's not good enough you know I, I can't I'm gonna have to sell you know 500 bottles of perfume or 500 video games a day just just to make okay money, you know, uh, just to like get on the track where I wanted to be. So now you're probably thinking straight away that, well, I should have stuck it out and that's where I could have gone to. Now you've got to think that I'm 15, 16 at the time and I'm looking for the fast cash. Okay. I want to be rich. Okay. I realize there's money in business and I want to be, I want to have a lot of money. Now, Obviously, now looking back, that wasn't the right attitude. But the whole point of this podcast is about living and learning. I'll carry on about what I've, about my background and stuff so it makes a bit more sense. Now, growing up money-wise in our household was, was kind of weird. Like, I had two younger brothers, and we didn't want for anything. And what I mean by that is that we traveled the world with my parents. My parents like traveling used to take us everywhere. I've traveled, you know, all over Europe with them when I was growing up, been to the States, been to the Caribbean islands. Uh, and they paid for all that and took us everywhere. They love traveling. They love the vacations and stuff like that. So we used to, you know, they used to take us. Now, there was times when I remember my parents had a lot of money. And there was times I remember where my parents had like no money. Uh, Again, like I just mentioned, we didn't want for anything. And when I was younger, I can't even quite remember what age I was. And maybe I should speak to my parents about this. And my dad owned a successful business for a while. And when we were growing up, and I remember it was the same year, like we went to Jamaica and Orlando. So we were living in England and we went to Jamaica. And then a few months later, we went to Orlando to go and do the theme parks and everything else in Florida. And I remember not only were my classmates jealous, like my, my school friends, you know, I was 
pretty young at the time. I was in primary school. I think that's what you guys call elementary school. Uh, and, and I even remember the teachers being jealous. Like the teachers would ask me like, where have you been and what does you, your parents do? And there's weird things. And I think back now, I thought, that's, that's weird. Like, they shouldn't be asking stuff like that. And anyway, so my dad's business eventually went under. It, you know, it closed. And it was through no fault of his own. And this is a long story short. They were awarded a, a huge contract for a company. Uh, and then he did an insane amount of work. And my dad's company was pretty small, but just the way it was set up, it was a contracting company. So he essentially had uh, a group of people. Uh, it was in the utilities industry. He had a group of people that he'd send out to go work for other companies when they were short-staffed. And then he charged the company a premium. He pays guys. He takes the cut, essentially. So it's a pretty simple business model. You know, it's pretty hard for that to, to fail because it's just a cash, it's a pretty much a cash flow business. Now, what happened was the company, quite a large company, uh, and my dad got this contract, uh, a huge contract, multi-year contract worth an absolute ton of money. Now, what happened is my dad went on and did, uh, him and his team did a, a bunch of work and what happened is they, the company that he was working for stopped paying the invoices. So uh, the money stopped. And then all of a sudden, the company announced they were bankrupt. So that left my dad in complete limbo. He couldn't afford to pay staff. Uh, you know, he did as best as he could to try and secure work. Uh, and it just, it all came crashing down around him. And, you know, I think I was like 89 at the time, and I just didn't quite know what was going on. Like, my, my dad went, ended up going bankrupt because he tried to put his own money in to save the business. And, uh, yeah, and I just remember the tension around the house, and it was, like, weird, you know. And I, I can understand why, but when I was that age, I just didn't quite know what was going on. And, you know, I'm just not sure if at the time uh, that's what triggered my fascination about being successful, you know, but I, I do know something that laid dormant for a while, you know, as I said, it was probably till like I was 15, 16, and that I really started looking into business, and then I just suddenly became sort of obsessed with owning a business and being successful, and ever since then, you know, ever since I was like 15, 16, I started looking into business, I've had this feeling in the pit of my stomach that I need to be doing something else, like, you know, I don't, mind working for other people but I don't like it you know for me it's just a means to an end and you know I'll, I'll move on to my larger story in a second now when I look back and I see all the things that held me back from doing what I wanted to it's sort of like disappointed I'm sort of disappointed in myself but at the same time I just use I'm just using that as fuel to the fire now like I'm still a fairly young guy and it doesn't matter what age you are. If you're listening right now, it doesn't matter what age you are. If you want to do something, you should just go do it. Now, in England, the education is set up completely different than in the US. And we graduate high school when we're 16. Uh, so what happens is you get a few options in England. You can either do two more years at what they call sixth form. And then sixth form preps you for going to university. So you go to university when you're 18. Uh, so you can do sixth form or you can do uh go to like a local college and they do like courses at college and go you know so if you want to do hairdressing or 
be a bricklayer or a plumber or something like that. Or there's an apprenticeship route where a company actually employs you. Uh, they pay for all your training and they pay for you to go to college once or twice a week and they pay for all your exams and everything else. Now, I actually got very lucky. I actually uh, got an apprenticeship with a company. Uh, it's actually, it was at the time called British Energy. And uh, it's actually got bought up by EDF Energy now. But I got an apprenticeship and I decided to p- pursue a career in mechanical engineering. Uh, and it worked out well for me. You know, I had no debt. I, they paid for everything. I was making good money. And I actually worked for the company for 10 years. And I, ha- I was making an insane amount of money, really, for my age. You know, and but let me just tell you this. I was absolutely miserable. And during my time there, like, I, it was like the old thing where you're trading your time for extra money. So, like... We used to work weekends and stuff, and used to obviously get paid more for working weekends. But I just used to resent it so much. And in the meantime, like, I'm trying to set up businesses on my own. Like, I had a couple of successes, you know, selling some fitness equipment online. And, you know, I even tried <laughs> some little other side hustles that probably weren't uh, from, you know, probably weren't on the right side of the law, you know, I sold, you know, made pirate DVDs and sold them for a while to people at work. But I obviously understood that wasn't a long-term business. I also, you know, dabbled with Google AdWords and tried to do some affiliate marketing and stuff like that. But I didn't quite understand it at the time. And I sort of just didn't get anywhere. I was just treading water. And, you know, I sort of mentioned earlier that I started doing... Uh, you know, wholesaling video games and perfume and stuff like that. So to go back to that story, this is when I started like looking to import stuff from China. Now, I'm sure that I was one of the first people on Alibaba or started using Alibaba. I'm because I was in England at the time. I'm like 15, you know. So like this is I'm 15, 16, you know. So this is 14, 15 years ago, pretty much, and. I'm using Alibaba to get products from China. And people are wondering how I'm doing it. Now, the problem was with that, like, it was fine. I was making okay money uh, doing that, but I was following fads. So what I mean by that, the latest piece of fitness equipment came out, I'd buy it, I'd sell it on, I'd make a bit of money, but then it's over. You know, the the fad goes as quickly as it comes. Now, so looking back, I just, I'm sure this is the same with so many people, you know, I keep saying that, but this is the whole point of this podcast, that my impatience and me taking my time sort of ruined ruined my long-term goals, my long-term vision. Now, I always tell people that you need to set short-term goals and long-term vision. Now, what I mean by that is, you need to set a vision first. So you need something that you can look to in 5, 10, 20 years' time. That is your goal in 20 years, okay? So that is, not a, that is in fact, not a goal. That is a vision, okay? This is, this is where you envision you're going to be in 20 years' time, okay? So say mine's, a, I want to be a billionaire by the time I'm 40 years old, okay? So that gives me 10 years. So that is my vision. Then I need to sit back and think, 
what do I do to get there, okay? What do I need to do to get to be a billionaire by the time I'm 40 years old? Now, that is taking steps towards being a billionaire. Those steps are your goals, okay? So all you need to do is work your way backwards from your vision. Just think about that. So think you're already a billionaire in your head right now, and then start working your way backwards to where you are right now. All those steps that you think about when you're working way backwards are goals. You start writing that stuff down now, and if you're still on that path, you're still taking those steps towards that in a year's time, carry on. If in a few months' time even, you look back at your goals and you're not on that path towards that vision, then you need to reevaluate. Now, as I've, as I've already mentioned, you know, impatience is, especially when you're young, you know, is a killer. <laughs> you just want everything now. You know, you want, you want the fastest car now. You want all the money in the bank now. You want to go on the best vacations now. But as I say, it just doesn't work like that. You know, I had this mentality that I want to be successful and I want it yesterday. And that is, I just finally feel like I'm past that. And just that is not the best way to be thinking at all. So going back to just what I said a minute ago, people will be thinking, you know, how did you import things from China at 16? Now, all I'm going to say is that a lot of time was spent researching. I was just on my computer all the time, researching how to do it. I actually used a company at one point uh, that charged me a commission, uh, which I then realized after I'd done it, I realized, hey, look, I can do this myself. It's very straightforward. And, you know, that's, that's the weird thing about me. Like, I can be so impatient. I just want everything now. But if I'm interested in something, I will learn it. I am just determined to learn. And when I get my groove on, when I'm focused, I am, I am like a bullet, you know, like I am so focused. But if I'm not interested in something, I sort of, you know, start falling off, essentially. Now, that's something that I've worked on over the years, and I'm getting way better at it. But that sort of goes to show that you need to make sure whatever you're doing is interest you, you know, make sure that this is what you want to be working towards. The thing, the thing is, is I have failed so many times, it's unbelievable. Like, if I really thought about it, and I should really write these down for next time, how much time I have spent on business ideas and stuff like that and trying to make stuff work, the list would be so long, okay? And my failures, I wouldn't, or I can't say off the top of my head if they outweigh my mini successes, as I like to call them, because I probably lost as much money as I've made. So I honestly think I broke even over the years, which is fine, but I'm still at square one. Now, obviously, where I want to be is a billionaire. You know, I'll be honest, talking about my hopes and dreams right now, you know, one of my goals is to be a billionaire. I think I've already mentioned it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I I don't know if it'll make me happier, 
I honestly don't think it will. Sometimes I often think is that why do I even want money? Like, how would my life change if I had money? But it's sort of not about that for me. It's sort of just about the challenge. And I just want to say to people, I just want to feel like I've made it. Obviously, there's advantages to having money and stuff like that. You know, I really want to look after my parents and my brothers. You know, I'd love to be able to go spend more time with my friends in uh, England. Uh, And, you know, there's obviously advantages like that. And obviously, you know, who doesn't want a nice car and a nice house? But they come secondary, you know. I just want the freedom to be able to do what I want. And that's one of the things that drives me towards business. Now, if anybody anybody out there is just doing this just to become rich, because they want money, and they've, got, they've not got really an idea of what they want to do with the money. It's not the right way to think about it. If Money will not, will not make you happy. Having a billion dollars in the bank will not make you happy. It's what you do with that money that makes you happy. You know, obviously not going to work every day would make the majority of people very happy. But then sitting around all day every day with a billion dollars in the bank playing on a PlayStation isn't a good life. You know, you want to go out there and you want to help other people and you want to travel and see the world and help your family and help your friends. And that's the stuff that makes you happy. Now, this has been my first podcast. I hope that you've all not fallen asleep. Uh, I really appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, I'm going to be releasing a podcast every week, uh, maybe more depending on the popularity of this. Uh, But if you've got any questions at all, you can always go to my website, www.becomingthegreatest.com. On there as well, you can check it out. There's a bit of information about myself. Uh, there's a bit of information about what we do and what we're trying to achieve uh, there's also the blog on there and there's also a really cool feature called Ask Brendan where you can come ask me anything again it's www.becomingthegreatest.com uh, go on there, check it out, sign up we've also got an ebook coming out soon which uh, won't be out for a little while but I'm working on it right now so that's great uh, and just thank you guys for listening and see you all next week